Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Coaching Lounge. This is your special invitation to join us every Sunday at 4pm in the Coaching Lounge. Hear interviews with compelling speakers, creative thinkers, entrepreneurs, key people of influence and models of success. Listen to their stories as they share principles of living that we too can apply within and throughout our own lives. I really look forward to spending time with you every Sunday at 4pm. Please do make sure you drop by. Hi, good afternoon. It's 4pm on Sunday the 8th of December. And today I'm in a pretty reflective mood. We're coming down to the end of 2013 and my oh my hasn't the year gone by so quickly and at this time of my reflective period um, I have um, I am actually going through a process of reassessing and reevaluating where I am at this moment in my life um, with my professional life my business and with my personal life you know who I am and what I've been doing and where I'm going And for me, this time, coming down to the end of December, um, and I know perhaps for a lot of you it's very, very busy, you know, still finishing off things from your employment, you know, getting sure you're making sure your workload is settled for um, going off on holiday and buying Christmas presents, etc. But for myself, um, I don't actually celebrate Christmas. So for me, this time is very much a slowing down time. And admittedly, it's taking a little bit of getting used to. And that is because my time is normally preoccupied with the business, with, you know, um, going out, with doing this and with doing that. And sometimes it does, it has, in fact, um, over the years, over the years, sometimes it has felt that there has been no time for me, no time for me to enjoy the moments of me time and to do what I love doing. Um, And over the past week, in fact, I've actually um, done an activity which has reminded me of the importance of doing what I love to do. And I build in time for myself to go to the gym, which is a consistent pattern of my life. But today's show is a great reminder to all of us, not just women, but men as well, to the fact that it is very important to stop and do nothing, to have some downtime, to have some me time. So if you find that um, life is a bit frantic for you right now, that um, the demands of the season of the year, the demands of your workload, the demands of family are really tearing you apart and you find that you're not just one person, you've got to be multiple people for everyone, then today's show is especially for you. And um, starting right now, I'd like you to switch off your mobile phone. Rid yourself of any distractions and keep tuned into this show for the next hour. And just relax. Take a deep breath in and relax. Breathe out and let your shoulders flop. 
We have a very special guest in the studio, Juanita J. Johnson, and I'm going to introduce her in a short while. But just to remind you that you are tuned in to The Coaching Lounge, my name is Rebecca Gordon, and I am your host for the day. And today's show is called Thou Shalt Have Me Time. And Juanita J. Johnson will discuss ways that you can respond and act upon your highest vision for yourself and your purpose on this planet. She will talk you through um, how to listen and respond to your authentic self and to be able to create the life that you desire on your own terms. And Juanita will also provide some tips on the barriers that inhibit this practice and how we can all overcome them. So um, it will be a great show and um, I'm just going to tell you a little bit more about Juanita J. Johnson. Um, she is a life coach and a motivational speaker. She's focused on empowering women to live a life that's enriched with confidence and self-worth. Juanita is an impactful and engaging public speaker and she's very much in demand. Being the director of the Diva Commandments, um, she actually has a book which is due out um, in the next um, few weeks and she will talk to us a little bit about that. And Jay energizes her audience, um, her clients who she contacts, who she's in contact with in a transparent, lively and engaging way. As I've said, she's the author of the upcoming series, The Diva Commandments, and that is a set of 10 vibrant commandments to ensure every woman is able to live a life of diva. And furthermore, Juanita J. Johnson is from the UK. Um, she resides in the city of Wolverhampton. As I've mentioned, she's a life coach. She's a poet. She's a social entrepreneur. And perhaps most importantly, she is a wife and mother. So I'd like to introduce Juanita to the coaching lounge. Welcome, Juanita. Hi. Hi, Rebecca. Hello. How are you? I am fantastic. Thank you. All the better for speaking to you, Junita. I'm really oh, excited. To, <laughs> I'm excited to hear what you have to say because, you know, I know that I too will benefit from what you have to share with um, the audience who is oh, local. Yes, um, a local um, national and international audience. But first of all, Junita, I must um, welcome you properly into the studio. So here we go. Oh, <laughs> okay. Oh, that's really great. <laughs> okay. So, um, you know, I, I will say that, um, as I said in my introduction, as a woman who, like yourself, is a mother, although my youngest child has gone off to university now, so I'm sort of like um, my mothership has diminished a little bit and um, more physically. It's more, a little bit. Yes, yes, it's more now mental than anything else. Um, uh -huh. And as a, a busy professional, you know, and someone who's trying to juggle lots of balls, I know that um, what you have to offer us today will really benefit a lot of people. So um, can you share with us a little bit more about you? I've introduced you to the, to the guests, to the listeners, sorry. Can you tell us a little bit more about you, Juanita? What actually has brought you onto this path? Um. 
I'm, well, my profession is um, an authenticity coach. Um, and all that really means is that I have a deep passion um, to empower people. Um, my business works with women predominantly, um, but I have a deep passion to empower people to choose their first thoughts. And all that simply means is um, taking the time to listen to the highest thought, your highest vision of yourself, and convincing and living um, and making choices towards that person. I think so often that we, we think I want to be a, a, an artist or I want to be a lawyer or whatever it may be. It could be something as simple as I want to be a good mother. Um, but we, instead of making steps and conscious steps towards the goal we desire, we tend to um, put things in the way and, and say, well, I can't do this because, and I'm not like this because. Um, and my passion is to get rid of all the becauses and I'm not likes and create people um, who can just be. Mm. Um, but that, that's my passion, helping Great. people instead of mm. exist. Okay. And what would you say um, are perhaps um, some of the greatest challenges that women face today? I think that one of the greatest challenges I think women face is there's a great attack on self. Um, there's, a, a, there's a wide range of ideals of beauty, ideals of a good mother, ideals of a serious businesswoman. And we're constant faced, constantly faced with choices like be a CEO or be a mother. You can't be both. Um, and I think the greatest challenge that faces women at the moment is the confidence and the empowerment to actually be who they are um, rather than be what society says they should be. Um, and I think that's the greatest challenge that women face. Mm, because we do actually, um, a lot of the times, function from the feedback we get from others. Yes, we and do. And, yeah, the, the, the feedback is not always um, honouring um, our best and higher self. You know, the, as you say, oh. you know, it tends to yeah. make us be critical, self-critical. Okay. So, um, and that, that, that's brilliant. And I love um, your niche, which is an authenticity coach, helping, to be, helping people to be authentic and who they really and truly are. Yeah, which is, which is brilliant. there's a lot yeah. in this world that tells you you can't be who you are. Um, right. So, that, yeah, but that's my yeah. thing. Okay. So, um, you are an author. Can you tell us mm -hmm. about your book, please? Um, the... The first book to come out from the Diva Commandment series is a Diva's Thoughts, Volume 1, and it focuses on the very first Diva Commandment, Thou shalt have me time. Um, the book goes very much in depth of the barriers that stop us to having me time. And when I say me time, I'm not just talking about, you know, sitting in the bath or um, getting your nails done or even taking five minutes to yourself. Me time is a time where you allocate for yourself to make conscious decisions towards the goals, towards your authentic self. It's a place where you evaluate where you're going, where you want to be, um, what barriers are, in, you know, are stopping you from that place. It's a place of great honesty and transparency that we very rarely take with ourselves. Um, and the book walks um, women and readers through the process that I myself have gone through. Um, the Diva Commandments originated through several life experiences, but if for, for the lesson that I got from each experience, I created a commandment, um, mm. and hence the Diva Commandments. Um, but me time is really all about discovering the wonder of you and believing it. Um, and I walk the reader through that process, which isn't as simple as everybody says. 
Mm. Yes, um, it is actually easy to say, isn't it? But it's yes. the application of the doing that is the crux yes. of the matter. Yes, that's yes. Quite correct. Yes, and I'm interested in what you said. You know, for every lesson I had, I created mm-hmm. a commandment. Um, I know yes. we're live on air and we're going global. Um, I'm mm-hmm. interested to know the lesson from the first commandment, "Thou shalt have me time," or, or, or the experience. Is it ah. something that you can share? Yeah, um, thou shalt have me time. The commandment, the lesson that I drew from that, um, I was a young um, teen mother um, and I went through a series of um, very dysfunctional relationships. Um, And the book goes into it in more depth. But the lesson that I received um, from my experiences of rejection, um, of failure, of not being accepted by others, um, the lesson that came with me time was to love myself unconditionally. Um, and we say, we use the word love yourself um, very often, very cliche. You know, you've got to love yourself before you can love anyone else. Um, but you have to love yourself, scars and all. Um, and that's the lesson in me time. No matter what you've been through, no matter what you've endured, the very fact that you're still here is a miracle. And to celebrate that. Um, so the lesson is love yourself unconditionally, um, without compromise, without discrimination and understand that the pain um, led to a lesson, that it led to wisdom, um, and not being afraid to feel the pain um, that life can often bring. We, you know, as, as life coaches and um, positive affirmation speakers, we, we often have a tendency to say, think positive, think positive, as if nothing negative happens. But me time is all about acknowledging the negative, but converting it into a positive because you're channeling it through a place of love, which is first a love for oneself. Um, so that, that, that's the lesson. Mm, because um, I do share your sentiment that actually, you know, life is real. And the reality of life mm. is that it is very often challenging. You know, yeah. um, it, it, you know I mean, um, when I um, engaged with my coach some um, years ago, she said a statement and she said, actually, we are our own first clients, <laughs> you yeah. know. So it's about um, recognizing, and when we recognize we we could be going through a negative thought or vibration, it's to know what Mm -hmm. the the strategies are, you know, to shift our state. So I do share with you, it's about learning the lessons and knowing what to do um, going Mm -hmm. forward, which is excellent. And the title, Diva Commandments, is a really unique, powerful title. Uh Um, And um, you say that there are 10 10 commandments contained within that. Is that one, one whole? book or will there be a series of books there'll be a series of books throughout 2014 um so it starts off with thou shalt have me time and the very last diva commandment in between um is thou shalt not live a life of if only um so yeah each each commandment is a book um and there'll right. be a series of workbooks that accompany it and there'll be an interactive ebook um which actually yes. has me coaching you through the commandment as well Right, okay, that sounds brilliant. Okay, and um, very much something to look forward to and to get a copy of. I hope so, okay. yeah. <laughs> so um, I know that um, you have shared with me that much of the book refers to talking and responding to ourselves in yes. the third person, yeah? Mm-hmm. Can you share with us um, what the reason might be for that? Um, the reason um, that most of the book talks about um, yourself or the authentic self in the third person is simply because um, women especially, um, we're mothers, we're sisters, we're daughters, um, 
and from birth, from my mother's laps, we're always trained to always seek approval or something externally. Um, I thought from a cognitive point of view, if I can describe the authentic self um, as another person, then it becomes a lot more easier for that woman to imagine loving that person, cherishing that person, listening to that person. Um, and the third person, the whole reason behind the third person is that it's to train the mind to begin to acknowledge yourself as somebody. Um, and it sounds quite simple, um, but many of us don't listen to ourselves. You know, you know. sometimes you get up and say, you shouldn't really do that today, but we go anyway and we have a terrible day. And then we say, well, why did I do that? That's because we don't listen to ourselves. Um, so I use the third person as a way of training the mind to acknowledge um, the reality of, of the authentic self and how real it is. Mm. Um, I was speaking to um, a group of people the other day and we said, you know, there are sometimes, you know, the, the, the mind chatter that takes place. You've got the yeah. angel on the left and you've got the other, you know, body on the right of you. Yeah. And it's about the battle of who to listen to, <laughs> you know. Uh-huh. And it does tend to be that a lot of the times we listen to that other voice, which is yeah. going to be limiting, which is taking us on the road to, as you say, not feeling, you know, well or fulfilled within ourselves. So um, you, by using the third person, one can look at themselves remotely, for yeah. example. Yes, mm-hmm. and just look into themselves. Okay. So can you tell us um, some of the successes you've had? Um, with, um, in terms of your history as a life coach, as a motivational speaker. Tell us some of the engagements you've had. Um, I've had a few engagements. Um, I've worked very closely with women's groups, um, business and um, personal motivational women's groups, um, carrying out a lot of workshops using the Diva Commandments as a foundation for delivery. Um, most recently, I've been invited to Barbados next year, February, oh. Um, to talk about the role of femininity in leadership, um, which is all about examining do we have to not be feminine, do we have to think like a man in order to be a competent leader. Um, So I'm going there to deliver a series of workshops and speak on that point. And later Mm -hmm. on in the year, I'm I'm planning to go to India and Atlanta as well um, to do some philanthropy work in terms of working with um, young Indian women um, who are orphans. Um, and also in Atlanta, just promoting the book and, again, a couple of speaking engagements, um, empowering women to live this life of diva, which really is a life of authenticity, success, and loving yourself unconditionally. So um, it started in 2011, but um, as as time has gone on, the the message of diva commandments is is reaching internationally at a very early point in my career, um, which I'm very grateful for. And I most recently won an award two weeks ago, well, wow, um, congratulations. Hey, and yeah, hold Women on. of the we Year Award, yeah. We need to give you another round of applause. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Okay. Thank you very so, much. Thank you. <laughs> so, so can you repeat what that award was for, please, Renita? It was the Highly Commended Editor's Choice Award, um, and it was an acknowledgement of um, the mentoring um, work we do, um, Diva Commandments is a social enterprise, so the money we make from live coaching consultancy and business consultancy, we take a portion of that and go out and, and mentor young women who are vulnerable um, in a variety of different social areas. Um, so we, we won um, the award, in, well, well, I won the award um, for that, and um, 
you know, it, we, we, it was great. It was, it was lovely mm. to be celebrated again so early in our career and to receive such yes. high recommendation yes. from somebody I look up to. Um, yes. That I've grown up looking up to. So yeah, it was, it was yes. a lovely, lovely experience. And um, it is that um, you are reaching people far and wide, and that's what it's all about. And it sounds as if you're very much living on purpose. And because you're living on purpose, you know, your success is accelerated, and you're really touching the lives of those who need to understand these principles. And it sounds like it's young women you work with? It's predominantly young women um, in terms of the mentoring. I mean, the live coaching and the business consultancy is, you know, all ages, sizes and sexes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But when it comes to the social enterprise aspect of the business, yeah, the heartbeat of Diva Commandments is young women. Right. And that's when we do need these commandments the most, isn't it? So that we yeah. set our, our, our minds up to think in a particular way, which is um, strength from within going forward. Um, yeah. So b- brilliant and congratulations on your success. So um, I'm going to ask you, um, you said um, you, you mentioned your mentor. Um, And you said, yes, yes. So in terms of you and what you're about, I'm interested to know what makes you you. And, you know, how has your mentor supported you along the way? Um, What makes me me? Um, I have a a very strange um, personality trait of non-compliance. And I don't mean that um, in a negative way. Um, I I operate very much on my my first thought. Um, I've had the great honor of being mentored by um, many, many great women, um, business women, um, ministers, pastors, preachers, um, and had their lives as an example of, you know, showing this principle of living to your first thought. Um, I think what makes me me is the transparency and honesty. Um, I, I'm, I don't take myself too seriously, if that makes sense. Um mm-hmm. I'm a true believer that failure isn't something bad. Failure is, is a way of becoming wiser. Um, and it shows that, you know, if you continue to operate to your first thought, continue to push forward, you know, and, and make choices consciously, as you said quite rightly, Rebecca, you know, living on purpose. I think sometimes we live our life in autopilot. And um, one of my great passions, what makes me different from others, is that I, I, I have no autopilot. Everything I do, um, I want to consciously make that decision to do. Because mm, we do that whether we know it or not. If you yes. if you're on autopilot, you're still making choices that are creating the life you have in front of you. Mm. Um, so I prefer to, to take ownership of that process. And that, right. I think that's what makes me me. Great. And I ask that question because, you know, when we invite guests into the studio, one of the um, particular um, focuses that we have is that our guests are local, everyday, ordinary people who are doing yeah. wonderful and great things. And sometimes we look outside of ourselves and beyond ourselves, yet, yeah. you know, people like yourself, you know, are fine examples of character and personality that leads to success. So okay. listeners, you can actually um, learn about what makes someone driven, what makes someone purposeful, what makes someone who they are. And it's just understanding, yeah. it, you know, because it's about your values and mm-hmm. how you live by your values to actually yeah. um, remain on track. 
Um, so essentially then, um, the, the, the thought comes to mind that actually it's not rocket science, but sometimes, uh-huh. yeah, sometimes we just get caught up with everything else, with, you know, other yeah. people's lives, with world, with, uh-huh. with work, with family, with, except, with everything else, etc. And what you're saying is that actually thou shalt have me time is about stopping and centering yourself and taking a look at yourself, first of all. Yeah. Great. Okay. So, um, Juanita J. Johnson is in this coaching lounge with us, and she is discussing her new book, and it's not just a book. She's going to have a series of um, workbooks, e-books, and um, some interactive um, media, which will be released in, is that in the next few weeks, Juanita? Um, The release date is January the 31st, yeah, so it's only a few weeks away. Just a few weeks away, so please listeners, yeah, just listeners, be um, prepared to rush out and get your copy, okay, (laughs) and um, if you do want to um, speak with Janita, ask her a question, um, you can call into the studio using Skype um, from the show page, there's a Skype button there, you can just press and connect with us here, or you can call in on um, 001-213-943. Three four three four. So we are going to take a quick break, and then when we come back, Juanita, I'm going mm-hmm. to talk to you. Yes, I'm just going to ask you a little bit more about the centres of ourselves, um, yeah. because we've just mentioned, you know, it's important to cent- stop for a moment and centre yourself, and yeah. we're just going to talk about exactly what that means. Oh, so. Okay, I've got a song which is dedicated especially to you, and oh. I, will, <laughs> I will give the title so after. Thank you, especially for you. Yes, when it's played, you know you'll recognise why I've selected this. Okay, great, great.
my name is Rebecca Gordon, and I am with you today in the coaching lounge. And our guest is Juanita J. Johnson, who is the author of The Diva Commandments. And um, today, Juanita has been talking to us about the first Diva Commandment, which is thou shalt have me time and Juanita has explained that that isn't just you know taking time out to have a bath or paint your nails or go shopping it's actually about you your individual and personal self and the time you devote to yourself so that you can live your best life and um, we've just had a song by Shaka Khan which is I'm every woman did you enjoy that Juanita I did. It's one of um, Diva, the Diva Clan's favorite songs that we play in the morning, so perfectly fitting. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> Excellent. Okay. And, you know, I love Shaka Khan because, I mean, she's been in the, in the industry for many, many years. And many years, she, comes, yeah. Yeah, she comes across authentic. She's not afraid uh-huh. to be who she is, you know, no. and she's bold and she's fearless and she just gives of her best. And that is what makes us powerful, isn't it? You know, yes. so, um, yes, in fact, Juanita, I have um, a couple of questions um, that oh, wow. have come through to us, yes, from the chat room, and I'll read out the question. The first question has come from T, and the question mm-hmm. is, what tips do you have with regard to slowing down and really, um, I think it says, taking time for self? What tips can you offer us, please? The first tip. Um, that I would give um, to anyone who's who's trying to slow down is to love yourself. When we love something, when we hold something in value, what they think, what they feel matters. And sometimes when we are beginning to make choices and and we're, we're, we're overcome, one of the first steps, and it sounds a very simple step, but the first step is to love yourself. Listen to yourself. What am I saying? What do I want to do? And then once you know that, you can then invite. When someone says to you, can you please come over for dinner? Um, You know, it's Christmas season coming up. There's probably 20 million family members that want your attention. Um, But the first first step to taking time for yourself is loving yourself because then you'll honor what yourself wants to do. And that's where the fulfillment is. That's where the provision is. Um, I always say that. The empowerment of self isn't in a person, it's in a place, and that place is your me time. Um, so the first step is to love yourself, and the second step, it's so simple, is, is the word no. Mm. Um, we, so, we often find it difficult to say no because they're going to be upset or we feel like we're going to let people down. Um, but we have to understand that people are around us or want to be around us or be part of our lives because of who we are. If we don't maintain that, if we don't protect that fiercely, then we begin to lose that about ourselves. We lose our luster for life. We lose our fulfillment. And therefore, the people we're trying to please, the people we're trying to protect, we end up not doing it anyway because we haven't done it first for ourselves. 
Excellent, superb. There's a lot in there that we can take yeah. from. And you know, as you were speaking, um, quite selfishly, I'm reflecting on my own life at this moment. Uh-huh. <laughs> and when we had our reflect our, our discussion previously and um, introducing the show, I've shared that I'm reevaluating and reassessing where I am. And that is very much based on the fact that I uh, I am in my late 40s. Um, but I had my first child at the age of 19, and I've got I have four children. But um, with the youngest going away from home, with um, you know, no one long no longer there for me to be there for. Yeah. It has, and and you know, I've got my business, but I'm you know reassessing that at the moment. But what this time has done for me is actually giving me the time to focus on me and not me with the business not me with the family not me with somebody else you know and I reflected on that and um, it's this is a rare moment in my life but it's a very special moment in my life Um, because even though I've I've, I've had maybe the odd weeks away or the odd days away from everyone you know this is the way it will be going forward because of the shift in other people's time. So I, yeah. I am interested to know, and um, you know, you can help me today, um, Juanita, you can coach me. No, no worries. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm born to do. <laughs> okay. Um, I, I'm just wanting to know, in um, stepping back and looking at me, looking my uh-huh. own life and giving myself time, um, it's uh, go- going to, into that new discovery of more new things about me. Oh. I'm just interested to know um, what can you share with me that can help me to um, adjust through the transition of being busy, 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 because you've said actually sometimes we need to say no. So when you're so busy and you're saying yes all the time, however, you're saying no when you're stopping and you're slowing down, it can bring some discomfort. It can bring some feeling that, you know, I need to have somebody there. I need to be out there with people or I need to be doing this. So can you help me to understand what I can do to move into um, accepting you know, this new newness in my life. Is that okay to ask? Yeah, that's fine. Uh, um, I mean, through me time, one of the themes we have is um, refuse to compare. And the other driving theme that we have is, is validating and building rapport and trust and getting used to being uncomfortable. Um, we're in a world that tells us, have it now, do it fast. You know, don't 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 stress yourself out for it. You know, it should just come to you. Um, but we have to understand: any time you're in a place of comfort, it's it's it can almost be a place of complacency. Um, it can be a place where I'm comfortable, I'm needed, I know that somebody wants me, I know that somebody's going to call me in the next five minutes and need something. And sometimes we can often use that space as a distraction, away from our authentic self. Um, and my advice I'd give to you, you're in a new space, you're in a transition, you've, you know, you've taken that time to raise and rear children, and it's a wonderful, um, I, I mean, I have five children myself, so it's, you know, mm-hmm. from a teenager down to a seven-year-old, mm-hmm. and it's a wonderful mm-hmm. process of learning about yourself and giving of yourself, but when children get older and they leave the nest, it's a massive transitional period, especially for a woman. It is for a man as well, but more so for a woman because her, her chicks have left the nest, so to speak. Mm-hmm. 
Yes, so that yes. gap that you had of mum miss, mum that, mum where's my shirt, something as simple as mum did you wash my black socks today. You're <laughs> yes. used to that time, you're used to you being called, so now you're left with this free space and it's, it is going to be uncomfortable. It can cause anxieties if you say, well, what the hell do I do now? But what you need mm-hmm. to do is, is, is take that time and say, okay, I have this free space. All the things you thought about while rearing your children, that you wanted to do but couldn't do, that you wanted to explore but couldn't explore, you can now take that time back and say, okay, is this possible for me? There's, mm-hmm. a, there's a gap, there's a vacancy, and it is going to be an uncomfortable space. But we, as you move deeper and deeper into your authentic self, you'll begin to realize you're always going to be a state, in a state of being uncomfortable because you're always trying something new. Uncomfortable mm-hmm. is good. We have to change yeah. the way we think about certain words like uncomfortable, vulnerable. You know, we're told these things are weaknesses, but they're not. They're actually places where we find ourselves um, in failure when you do something wrong. You know, the minute you know you've done something wrong, you know how to do it right. And I think mm. it's rethinking about the time you have now. Instead of seeing it as a space, start seeing a space where, you know, it's missing. Start seeing it as a space that's now available to you to do things you didn't know you could do. Fantastic. Great. Thank you for um, supporting me along the way there, Janita. (laughs) And um, as you say, it's actually um, a learning zone. It's a space of learning new things about me, about Mm -hmm. things I enjoy to do. So, you know, watch this space 2014. (laughs) Yeah, good, good. I'll be looking for it. (laughs) And um, we have another question um, by G. And it's similar to the one I've raised, actually. But this one is, I'll read it out to you. How do you break away from guilt when you move towards your true, authentic self mm-hmm. and, um, and doing and, and do so without offending family, friends or colleagues? So I think probably a little bit of a different slant from what I uh, explained yeah. to you so far. But this person is saying, actually, when the family is around, when friends are around, uh-huh. how do you break away from the guilt when you move towards your authentic self? Um, I talk about this in depth in the book, but guilt is a big one. Um, guilt and shame, because guilt always, the guilt arises by not being what everybody wants you to be. Um, and that can come about, you know, it could be something as simple as, Mom, you said you'd iron my shirt, and I haven't. Um, it could be something as a colleague saying, you know, can you cover this meeting for me while I, you know, have an early lunch? I haven't had breakfast this morning. Um, you... <laughs> The, the, there is no easy answer to this question. As I talked about earlier, life is not all roses. Um, life sometimes has, you know, choices that make other people uncomfortable, that make put other people out of joint. Um, to overcome the guilt, I think it's to forgive yourself for thinking that you can be all things to all men, because we can't. The reality of the situation is, as much as we want to be there for everybody, answer every email, be there for every call, in order for us to function in our lives, we have to put some kind of priority on that. Mm-hmm. Um, when we begin to say, okay, I'm going to relate to my authentic self, it, it's a light. Um, and it's a light that doesn't make everybody feel comfortable. You know, um, As much as we want to express ourselves, we live in a world where we're told we can't. We're told to conform, we're told to take that extra bit of work and don't moan about it. So when you get to a place where you say, you know what, I can do it for you, but I can't do it now, 
and you have somebody saying to you, well, 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 I need it now. I understand that you need it now, but I can't do it now. And I think it's not so much coming to terms with the guilt. It's more forgiving yourself for not being all things to all men. Mm. Um, understanding that, you know, as much as we have limitless thinking, we as humans have limits. Mm-hmm. Um, so although we want to we have a massive aspiration to help the world, um, in reality, we can't help everybody in the world. But we can, um, you know, get out there and we can say no. And no is okay. Yeah, they may be a bit upset. Yeah, you know, family members may not understand why, you know, you haven't come to theirs for dinner, etc. Um, but what people have to understand is that you have to make the space for who you are. And... Although it may take people out of joints originally, and you will lose some people, but at the same time, it's changing the way you see that. I always say that sad times, rain always washes away the unnecessary. Mm. Um, and sometimes we lose people, and it's hard to lose people, but at the same time, we have to understand that things are changing, you're changing, you're pushing towards a better you. So it's not so much the guilt, I think it's more forgiving yourself for not being able to be everything. And then mm. moving on from that point and coming right. to terms with that point. That, that's okay. more important. than Because if you can come to terms with not being everybody's favorite, you can come to terms with some people are going to like me and some aren't. And, that, and the fact that people don't like me doesn't change the wonder of who I am. Right. That's another yes. important thing. Yes. You know, people yes. think, if you don't like me, I all of a sudden become nothing. That's, that's a lie. It's a negative um, affirmation we tell ourselves. That person mm. just doesn't like me, and they don't like me for their own personal reasons. It's really nothing to do with you. That's right, yes. yes. Yeah. It's very encouraging and empowering because uh, I'm, I'm feeling that, you know, these are the things that we have in, uh, in the back of our minds. And actually, sometimes it's not at the back of our minds, it's at the front, you know, the, yeah. the guilt, the fear, all these negative feelings. Mm-hmm. And just to have that great question from G, thank you very much, G. And that. Yeah. yeah, and that's um, even equally fantastic response from yourself. You know, I find it very encouraging, very empowering, and very liberating that actually, you know, um, and it's almost as if, yes, um, it can be done, I can do it, but I can't it's do it now, and it's, it's a choice. Yeah. I choose not to put myself yeah. there where I'm being burdened and overwhelmed, and yeah. that is self-care, isn't it? Self-care yeah. and self-love, okay. yes. Brilliant, brilliant. Okay, so let's just move on. We've got um, fifteen, only fifteen minutes left. Can you believe it? Wow, it's <laughs> <We've> got, so quickly. <laughs> it has. Yes, we have fifteen minutes left, and I really do want to discuss the two core places of operation that yes. um, you mention in your book, Diva Commandments, and mm-hmm. you talk about the love center and the fear yes. center. Can you yes. talk us through this analogy, please? The love centre and the fear centre, um, my background is um, in psychology. Um, and I truly believe that as humans, there are only two places of operation we can operate from. There's a place of love, unconditional, and there's a place of fear. Um, fear has its place in the world. It stops us from jumping and running across the road and getting hit by lorries. Um, fear has a common sense place. Um, the only time the fear center becomes um, dangerous is when we begin to operate from that place. The love center is a place where you're accepted unconditionally. It doesn't matter what you've done. doesn't matter where you've been. doesn't matter how you've failed. 
It doesn't look at your successes or your failures. It's a place where you can love you for everything that you are. And I think the love center, when you operate from that place, you then begin to operate from a place that people may have hurt you in the past, but you're not operating from that place. So when you meet somebody new, you're not immediately thinking. Um, if you were operating from your fear center, you'd say, you're going to hurt me like Sally did. You're going to talk about me if I wear this dress. You're going to, you know, if I really stand up and say what I really want to say in this presentation, you're all going to think I'm a know-it-all. That's your fear center. Your love center is a place where you can present yourself openly, authentically, mistakes, flaws and all, to your audience. Um, the reason I used the concept of diva um, for the diva commandments and for this business is that originally a diva was an opera singer. And the reason that she was called a diva is because when she got on stage, she had extraordinary talent and presence. But when she got backstage, you know, she, she, she was flawed. Um, and we're told not to embrace those bits. We're told to hide those bits. We're told not to talk about those bits. Um, but if you look at anybody who has made any form of success, there have been failures. They have made mistakes. They have done things wrong. But it's that process of loving yourself enough to pick yourself up again and start again. Mm. Um, and your love center is that place. You know, I've made a mistake. I can do better. I've hurt somebody. I can do better. Um, it doesn't limit you to what, what you are. It limits you, it, it enhances you to who you are. And who you are and what you are right now are, are two different places. Mm. Um, and that your is... love center accepts your, who you are. It always reinforces yes. who you are. It doesn't matter what you've done or what you are. You know, for instance, you could be in debt um, and you want to get out of debt. Now, who you are wants to get out of debt. That's where that thought has come from. What you are is a person in debt, and we have to understand there's a difference between the truth of the situation and a fact of the situation. The truth of the situation in a love center is that I'm in debt, but I have everything within me to get out of debt. Mm, it's a place of power. Of the situ yeah. The fact yeah. of the situation is I am in debt, and I do have bailiffs at the door, and I can't afford shopping right now. Um, but that doesn't mean that's who you are. That's just what you are. And that mm. process, that experience is there to to bring you back to who you are, the person out of debt, the person who's financially stable. I mean, that's just a simple answer. But the yeah. fear center makes you operate from the fact of the situation. The love center mm. helps you operate from the truth of the situation. Mm. And as you're talking about who and what you are, um, mm -hmm. we do have that, you know, confusion sometimes. And it's yeah. a case of thinking that, okay, something that I'm not feeling right now, it's not going well for me right now. We see that as a permanent state when actually yeah. it's a temporary state because when we temporary. tap in, yes, to ourselves, we move past and beyond that. Yes. yes, okay. So um, it is that um, I would like you, Juanita, to, I know that you've given a lot of um, support and information to our listeners today. Thank you so much for mm. that. And, um, you, you know, I myself and I know other people have benefited from you being on the show today. And oh, you've mentioned... Okay, that's for your welcome. You've mentioned a lot of strategies um, that can help us to move more towards being our authentic self and being authentic. Uh -huh. um, I would like you to um, succinctly put across some tips on inhibiting the barriers that can stop someone from being number one in their life. Is that okay, okay. for you to do? Yeah, yeah great. Um, I have a couple of steps, um, and I've, I've pinched them. From the book um, oh, great. 
But, <laughs> but the first one is, step one is refuse to compare. You are one in seven billion and counting. The whole reason that your fingerprint and your DNA is like nobody else on this planet. So to be and begin to get to a place of me time, because sometimes we can say, well, that person does that. Well, that's not your me time, that's theirs. So you can be inspired and admire someone, but never try to replicate it. Right. The second step, yeah, never try to replicate it, because you can be inspired and admire someone, but you're not them. So when you try and do what they do, you don't have the grace and you don't have the empowerment to do so. But what you can do is learn from that life and appreciate it. There's a difference. Mm-hmm. Um, the second step is to build rapport and trust with your inner voice. When you begin the process of me time, when you begin to start listening to your first thought, it's almost like meeting a stranger. So you have to get to know that person. You have to understand what triggers that person. You have to know why you're responding the way you are. So you have to build rapport and trust with your inner voice. There's no point asking the world to love you, endorse you, need you, if you don't, want, if you don't know what you love, endorse, and need about yourself. You can't protect something that you can't value. Um, validate yourself, yeah. Mm-hmm. You can't, but if you, if, you know, you can't say, love me, but then someone says, well, why should I love you? Well, when you know why you're lovable, then you can defend that. Even if that person says, well, I don't love you, that's okay, because I love me. Mm-hmm. I love, yes. I love you enough for the both of us. Mm, okay. <laughs> <that makes> <laughs> oh, it makes absolute sense. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. Okay. So, um, just to um, recap, number one is don't compare. Never try to, you know, replicate somebody else. Be who you are. Oh. And number two is to build rapport, trust mm-hmm. your inner voice, endorse, yeah. um, love, and need yourself. Excellent. Mm-hmm. And number three, please. Number three, last. Uh, well, I'll, I'll combine the two. Yeah. Feed yourself with the things you love. Make, make a point to do the things you love. And finally, when your first thought tells you who you are, believe them. Believe your mm. authentic self. Because we can know we're great, but if we don't believe it, we'll never make a conscious decision to act on it. We won't be great on purpose. We'll just think great, but we won't mm. be great. So it's Superb. very important to believe the authentic self. Superb. And these are jewels of information, just a snippet of what, um, uh, you know, is from your book, The Diva Commandment, yeah. which people can get, you know, long-lasting support through purchasing your book and your workbooks and working yeah. on, you know, the, on, on the life, on the self, through um, that personal time with yourself, through your materials. Yeah. So um, I think there was a special offer, is there, where um, guests can receive, I think you've got three guests can receive yeah. a copy of an e-book, is that correct? Can you share yeah. with us the, the um, offer that you're going to give to the listeners today? Yeah, um, what I was going to offer for any, um, for the questions that came in, um, and that I was asked, um, I'd like to offer a free copy of the e-book um, to um, the, the listeners that came in and asked me such wonderful questions. Um, right, okay. Okay, yeah. so I will get their um, email um, contact to you. Yeah. I'll contact them and get their details to pass on to you. Okay. Yeah, so um, I um, really do want to speak to you again 
all the way uh-huh. from Sonia Barbados. <laughs> oh, lovely. <laughs> because I'd love to know um, the impact that your fabulous work is having on the oh, lives brilliant. of women yeah, in the Caribbean. Um, yes. So um, you're going over there. When, when next year are you going to be in Barbados? I'm going on Valentine's Day, um, and I'm back on the 24th, yeah. Right, okay. So yeah. we'll have Ten to make a connection. Caribbean. Yeah, and um, it's gonna, it sounds like it'll be a power-packed 10 days with lots, you know, yeah, of um, great so. energy. Yes, that'll yeah, definitely yeah, that out, I'm sure. So. Yes, okay. Yeah. So um, this, um, you have been listening to Juanita J. Johnson. And um, Juanita, can you please share contact details um, with the listeners if anyone wants to be in touch with you? Oh, yeah, um, the Diva Commandments website is www.divacommandments.com um, and we have a running blog um, that goes out every three days um, and you can stay up to date with everything we're doing in terms of the Diva Commandments work. Um, we're on Twitter, um, at D Commandments, if you want to follow Diva Commandments and the work we're doing. And if you want to follow me personally, uh, it's at Diva in Chief J. Um, but if you look at the Diva Commandments timeline, they're always talking about me at some point, so you can find <laughs> me that way. Right. Okay. And um, the, um, I was going to say Diva, <laughs> Juanita, um, most definitely you are living and walking the talk. Um, so thank you for um, you know, giving us your energy thank today, sh- sharing yeah. your energy. And um, there was something I wanted to say. Um, it's gone now, but um, it will come to me. I'll mention it later on or next week on the air. But um, m- m- most definitely, it's been a great pleasure to have you here. And um, okay, thank you so much for your time. And we'll contact you and be in in touch perhaps in February um, at some yeah. point during your Barbados journey, where you can have a, a short Skype conversation with us about your experiences over there. Is that okay? That would be fabulous. Super that would be fabulous. All right, then. Thank you so much. Okay, thank you. Bye-bye. Take care. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. And I know that you will agree with me that that was actually um, a very, very good um, interview in terms of the information that we have received from Miss Juanita J. Johnson, the CEO of the Diva Commandments. And um, what I'd like to just recap on um, are the three tips Um, that have been imparted to us about how we can how we can reduce the barriers the barriers that limit us from being our in our authentic self and number one is don't compare yourself to anyone else never try to replicate Um, you cannot replicate but you can be your authentic self your unique self and just show that show up in that way to the world number two is build rapport and that is to build rapport with you first and foremost which is to trust your inner voice to endorse yourself to love yourself and to have need of yourself need of your authentic essential best self number three Feed your things with the things that you love. And we started off by saying, you know, that as women, we absorb information from media, from radio, from TV, which is, you know, encouraging us to compare ourselves when what we need to do 
is to expose and feed ourselves to the things that we love, to the things that are self-nurturing can support us to have great self-care. So, you know, get your vision boards up, you know, represent um, images of who you are and, you know, just surround yourself with positive and great images, sound, words, people that lift you up, lift you higher. So just as we go into the end of the show, I'd like you to download this audio recording and after you listen to it again, then I'd like you to take time to stop and reflect on your life and look at your life objectively. And I'd like you to write down a list of your accomplishments so far this year. And when you have written your list of accomplishments down, that will help to raise your awareness that actually I'm doing really well. And this plain and obvious fact is a great booster and a great support to you being your authentic self because you know that you are living on purpose. You know that you've achieved some of the things you've wanted to do rather than be looking to compare yourself or you know, follow other people in doing their own stuff. So as women especially, it is important for us to congratulate ourselves, you know, ease up off the pedal of activity and press the brake of progress monitoring and celebrate, as Janita said, celebrate who you are. Start to diarize time for you. Block out you time in your diary. And I've shared with you that my time, I'm, I'm transitioning through a new time in my life and my diary has blocks of time out for me where I go off and I'm doing activities that feed my energy and help me personally, Rebecca Gordon, to feel great. And on the final note, it is to just be. Just be, which provides us with an opportunity to have sustained momentum so that we rid ourselves of the habits that lead to self-sabotage because we know more of who we are, we're more content with who we are, so we can actually just be. And on that note, begin and end your day giving gratitude with prayer, meditation or reflection. You know, a friend of mine says, well, this morning I wiggled my toes. Yes, I'm here, I can breathe, I can see. Yes. Um, another thing to do is I find it healthy to release through tears. You know, it could be tears of joy, but crying can restore the chemical balance in your body and it helps, it's a way to release. And sometimes releasing is through accepting so that we can move into that new space, which is more of who we are and who we want to be more of. And breathe, breathe deeply and often. And finally, um, as Juanita has said, and just to reaffirm the message, set time aside for your rest and renewal, set time aside for you and start pleasing yourself. 
So please make sure you purchase a copy of Thou Shalt Have Me Time. It sounds like a fabulous read. I can't wait for it to be out. And we will get that free e-copy to the um, people who texted in with the, um, with the questions, those great questions. Thank you for dropping by the Coaching Lounge. Next week, the third Sunday of the month, we have our study group from um, Finding Your North Star. We're actually on the fourth chapter, and that is why everyone is out to get you and you don't want to miss that (laughs) okay so it's been a great pleasure Um, many many thanks once again to our guest and i will be you be with you next week in the coaching lounge welcome to the coaching lounge this is your special invitation to join us every sunday at 4 p.m in the coaching lounge Hear interviews with compelling speakers, creative thinkers, entrepreneurs, key people of influence and models of success. Listen to their stories as they share principles of living that we too can apply within and throughout our own lives. I really look forward to spending time with you every Sunday at 4pm. Please do make sure you drop by. Big for a moment. If you could create your best life, how would this look? What if, in just 30 minutes, you had a plan of action to get closer to your dream? Make the impossible possible and claim your free session today. Visit www.satellitelifecoaching.com now.